Welcome to It's Still Bedlam. I'm Ryan Aber, joined by phone today by John Helsley from uh, Love Field, I believe, John? Love Field, absolutely. <laughs> Coming back from uh, Oklahoma State, Texas last night in Austin. Uh, let's let's start there, John. What uh, what do you make overall of the game? Oklahoma State played very well early, uh, had a double-digit lead at halftime. Texas came back, forced overtime thanks to some issues uh, on OSU's end, but uh, the Cowboys were able to pull it out in the end. Yeah, really a, a, an up-and-down emotional game for the for the Cowboys. You, know, you, you mentioned that they played really well in the first half, had very good possessions on the offensive end, uh, played outstanding defense, especially against uh, Texas point guard Isaiah Taylor. They had 13 turnovers, Texas did, in the first half. And... Um, you know, things were going well. They led by 12 at the half. And and then uh, Texas made a rally, and Taylor was a big part of that. He, uh, he started getting very aggressive, going to the hole, getting buckets there. And the next thing you know, we've got a game uh, kind of teetering in the balance. Yeah, and it, it seemed like just from, from what I've watched, uh, both when they played OU and then, uh, you know, elsewhere in conference play, talking about Texas – uh, they got away from the three-point shooting a whole lot finally. Yeah, I'm going to guess that that was probably a command, uh, <laughs> don't shoot the three. I mean, they shot a couple. Demarcus Holland hit a couple, especially in the second half for them, but they passed up a lot of threes, which they had not been doing previously. Yeah, and obviously that's affected by the fact that uh, Javon Felix was not uh, playing last night, but still out outside of Demarcus Holland, they were uh, – only attempted six three-pointers. Uh, Holland himself was four for four. But uh, sticking with the Oklahoma State side, uh, Anthony Hickey had a, a pretty nice offensive game last night. He really did. Had a good offensive game. And, you know, he was uh, the primary defender most of the night on Taylor. Taylor got loose late. He scored six straight points uh, right near the end of regulation to really give Texas a lift. But overall, Hickey did a good job on him. A backup point guard, Tyree Griffin, did a good job on him. Um, you know, Hickey's play sometimes goes overlooked. Uh, not last night, because like you said, he scored some points, gave him some offense when they really needed it. Phil Forte and LeBron Nash both struggled early. Neither had scored through uh, through the 13 minutes of the first half, which is just outrageous that those guys would not score and, and the Cowboys would still have a lead. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Uh, Phil Forte and LeBron Nash combined nine of thirty-two on the night. Uh, Forte only attempted three three-pointers himself, hit hit one. But I uh, wanted to ask you about the last sequence uh, at the end of regulation. Phil Forte uh, sort of double and triple pumps a little bit, goes up, uh, maybe leans into the defender, uh, didn't get a call there, and then on the other end. Uh, Texas didn't get a call. It looked like uh, maybe they should have had it and one. Uh, they called it on the floor. Uh, what did you make of that, that last sequence in regulation? It was pretty wild. You know, I thought I thought Forte probably should have drawn a foul there. Um, we asked him about it afterward. You know, the, the, the sharp kid he is, he didn't really, he didn't really get into it much because <laughs> he had no control over those sort of things. But uh, you know, he got the call at the end when he needed it, but that looked like that was going to be a huge play, you know? Yeah. It like it was going to be a huge play, a no call there, and uh, Texas going to the line. Yeah, no doubt about that. I And I thought uh, just on the initial watch that both calls were wrong. I thought on the other end, uh, I, I thought it was a continuation there. And 
should have been an and one. Uh, didn't get the call. Texas went to the line. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's funny how those things work out in the end. They sort of balance out when it's all said and done. Well, it definitely balanced out in that case. Um, and then, like you say, late in the game, you know, uh, Cowboys have uh, have the ball and then a uh, chance to win it. Forte goes hard to the hole, uh, draws a foul from Cameron Ridley, and then hit the free throws from the head to have them. They missed two, uh, the front end of two one-and-ones uh, late in regulation that really opened the door for Texas. But um, still Forte at the line, right guy there, hit two free throws, and uh, they squirm out of there with a win. And that's a big-time win for Oklahoma State. Moves them, uh, I don't know if off the bubble. I think they're still uh, you know, one of those teams that can go off and on, but certainly in much better position. And uh, sends Texas all of a sudden uh, to a, a bubble, uh, sort of, sort of uh, bouncing on the bubble now. Golly, has, have, has our perception of Texas changed <laughs> since uh, early in the season? They were number six in the country at one point. They're three and six in the Big 12 right now. Two of their three wins one over TCU, one over Texas Tech. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of questions, a lot of questions in the post game about where this team is headed, you know, what's their confidence level like. They really struggle to score. Even though they didn't shoot the three-pointers last night, they couldn't get the they couldn't get uh, the guys inside on offense uh, going in the game. And uh, they've got a lot of a lot of big players in there that can that should be able to score and they still have not figured out a way to uh, take advantage of all that size. Yeah, no doubt about that, and they better get it turned around quick. Otherwise, they're going to be uh, not only out of the NCAA tournament, but uh, you've got to think Rick Barnes' job could be in jeopardy. And there is. There's a lot of talk about that uh, down there. You know, this is this is not the athletic director who hired him. Um, there was some talk going into last year that maybe his uh, his job was on the line. Had a pretty good year when, when not a whole lot was expected out of him. But, boy, expectations were really high this year. They got first-place votes in the preseason poll in the Big 12, uh, solid number two pick. And, uh, and like you say, right now they're, they're just a mess. And quickly turn our attention to, to Oklahoma. Uh, the Sooners got himself a, a big-time win on Tuesday night against West Virginia, 71-52. to uh, A complete turnaround from what we saw January 13th in Morgantown in the first meeting between these schools. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but uh, if, if you did, what's, what was your takeaways from that one? Well, it, it, my takeaway was a, really a complete effort by OU. You know, there was a point where, where West Virginia made a run, as, as typically happens in these games, but I thought Oklahoma was, uh, was really good pretty much in every phase. Um, I always loved to check out uh, Bob Huggins' quotes after the game because he's not afraid to sort of throw his guys under the bus. But, um, yeah, complete turnaround from from the first game. Um, It's it's really difficult to win on the road in this league, and I think teams can be drastically different on the road in this league. And and that's a regular season series, I think, that, that really points that out. Yeah, no doubt about that. Although West Virginia had been very good away from Morgantown, I think they were ten and one going into that game. But uh, I, I thought the game really showed how good of a coach Lon Kruger is. Uh, the adjustments that he made, especially with uh, using Tayshawn Thomas and Ryan Spangler and trying to defeat that uh, pressure that West Virginia puts on you. And I thought Tayshawn Thomas uh, didn't finish with a whole lot of points, only seven points, four rebounds, but. Uh, 
thought it might have been his best overall game just because of everything that he did in facilitating their offense early when West Virginia's pressure uh, just never could get to the Sooners and they were able to get behind it and create easy buckets at the rim. One of those things that, that never shows up in the box score, but you're right, you know, having that guy that you can count on to take the ball and then distribute it to the right spot, kind of facilitate uh, breaking the press. And, um, you know, for OSU, LeBron Nash has been that guy at times. He's not necessarily the press, but the guy who gets the ball and then is, you know, charged with making sure he gets it to the right place because he's going to take a double team or whatever. It's a similar situation there. Uh, not exactly the same, but just the responsibility factor of that. And, uh, yeah, big, big, big uh, outing. you got to have that. You know, when you're facing a team like West Virginia, a team that can really pressure you, you got to have somebody that can be the focal point. Horn Frogs are a team you've watched. I've uh, just seen them on TV a couple times. They're a much better team than they were last year, but still haven't been able to break through that. I would expect OU to be able to win and uh, do some things in that game uh, that they've done in, in some other games where they've uh, overmatched their opponents. But TCU is a dangerous team. Unfortunately, we've got to cut it off at that. Uh, real quick on Saturday, though, uh, Oklahoma State hosts Kansas. Uh, they'll have uh, a celebration of their, one of their Final Four teams. That'll be uh, very interesting. And then uh, Saturday, OU is at TCU. We'll try to – maybe when you get back, we'll be able to, to get a quick podcast uh, preview in those games as well. I'm always up for it, Ryan. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll try and do that and, uh, and uh, advance the weekend. Sounds fantastic, John. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for joining us. You can check us out every day at newsok.com and every morning in the Oklahoma for the best OU and OSU coverage anywhere.